I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth, drafting the circuits, three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? At Audios, our engineers have created a breakthrough in wireless loudspeakers. We developed a new way to experience sound. Audios, the future of loudspeakers. Hi, I'm Eric Young, the co-founder and CEO of Audios, and we're building the first fully wireless loudspeakers for venues and event spaces. With Audios, all you have to do is place the speakers where you want them and press the power button. The speakers automatically build their own wireless network, connect to each other, and start streaming. That means you have zero cables and zero cable replacements. A 300-person event that would take one hour to set up only takes 10 minutes with Audios. Our wireless speaker doesn't need Bluetooth, a Wi-Fi router, and has two patents granted. To learn more, go to republic.co forward slash audios. For a limited time only, anyone can invest and become a part owner. Welcome to Milano Leather at the South Shore Plaza in Braintree, where you can shop extraordinaire clothing, local urban fashion wear for men, women, and children. your way here for Astronaire's winter blowout sale. As we get ready for spring, you can also receive 50% off of all furs and leathers in the store. So come and enjoy the experience and shop Astrada. Alright everybody, welcome to Madison Sports for you and me. I got my Good friend from the state of Hawaii, my friend Jeff Silva um, from Deadliest Catch Bloodline. And uh, how are you doing today, man? Well, no, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, everything's good over here. I'm actually over here in Volcano National Park over here on the Big Island. And um, I'm enjoying my Easter weekend with my family. And yeah, we uh, it's getting to be that time of the year. We got, we got season two of uh, Deadliest Catch Bloodline popping out here on April 20th. Both shows, Deadliest Catch and uh, our show, Deadliest Catch Bloodlines. And like I said, they're both going to air on on Discovery Channel, popping out. And um, our blood, our podcast that I did with you is going to be popping out here April 6th. I believe it's coming out at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yes, and sir. I'm super stoked. I, yeah, and thanks for having me on board. I had a lot of fun doing that with you, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, yeah, so like I said to you before, you know, you're my Ohana man, my family pretty much joining my podcast and all that stuff. So I wish you nothing but a happy Easter. And like I, like uh, Jeff said, uh, Tuesday, check it out. And uh, yeah, can't wait to uh, meet up with you again and see how you're doing and uh, stay safe out there. And and uh, I'll be praying for you. Catch some more fish for me, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, it's we went from a, a, a crazy standstill last year with our pandemic, like this global pandemic, and now all of a sudden we've kind of turned the lights back on over here for our economy, and we went from, it seems like we went from zero to like, you know, 200 miles an hour. We just got so many people coming here, and, you know, it's really good for our economy, and there's a lot of businesses that are turning back on that can really use the business, and, you know, for, for, you know, for myself, between between filming and actually running a fishing company and getting things back up and going and getting fish back in our, you know, back in with, with my main restaurant, which is Kona Brew Company, you know, it's, it's been a challenge, but I'm just super grateful for everybody that supported us through this whole, you know, for through all these times and continue to do so. And it's really, really good to see people and, you know, see people that are happy and people that are, 
still wanting to eat fish and support us and you know life's good i really hope that things are good for everybody out there and and um we're just gonna you know continue plugging away over here doing our thing supporting people and you know putting fish in for people that want it and just uh just bless me just just feel super fortunate to be here so i really appreciate your time again and uh we'll definitely do it again man but yeah man you see i appreciate it It's been 3,794 days since I've seen the old man, and not one goes by that I don't think about him. Watch things happen, make things happen, or wonder what happened. Right now, we're making things happen. I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> not one day that I don't compare my success to his. Hey, Jeff, how we doing, buddy? Good, man. Case is ready to go. But I never realized how big this could get. <laughs> Time to rock and roll. For any Marines in Hawaii, baby! Oh! My dad was Captain Phil Harris. You, buddy? A legend in the Bering Sea. I'm a sweetheart. You can't get any better than me. I'm just a smiling jack. And he left me with a name. Last year, when I found his charts of Hawaii, detailing a multi-million dollar Kona fishery, I started to unravel a mystery. It looks like your dad experimented with the most productive fishing depths around the entire island. Oh, like a... Now, armed with new leads, I'm heading back to the big island to uncover the old man's secret past and make his dream my reality. Right as the world turns upside down. Coronavirus pandemic ripples through Hawaii's economy. Both sit idle on the docks, some stack four deep. But if my dad taught me one lesson, it's if anything's worth a damn. Wow. It's worth fighting for. <laughs> Shark. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god, dude. I heard you guys might be hiring. Here I go. This thing is a monster. Oh my god. What is he doing? Fire! Oh, fire! <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it stop! Here we are. We're really dead at this time. You're the dead MC, flying at my feet. You took a nine millimeter rhyme straight to your mind. Damn, my better split. This is my time, so I make my way up the block. Get to home base and lock that uh. up. Crack the Cavassier and grab the phone. Call one of my troops up. Host the soldiers when he says, Yo, what's up? What's going on? Make it quick, cause I'm trying to get my stellar on. Go. Uh. You grow up in the. These lyrical assassins tried to pull a hit and then boom Came a noise from the other room It was the boys in blue with the SWAT crew They got us locked up for lyrical murder It's one of them charges that you never heard of It's the booth The booth The booth The booth Yeah, it's the booth The booth The booth yeah, we're killing all your podcasts like the HIV virus. You want to battle this kid? Huh, don't even try this. Back the uh. up, think again, count to ten. You want to grab that mic just to get done in? It's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. Was he African? African. African. No. He was American and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Wait, like okay. you. Okay. Jew. Okay. 
an odd crowd for Judy. Yeah, they're uh, pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, I look like a cop. Yeah. <sighs> he was Caucasian. All right, your boys, so this is the one broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. It is April, Jesus Christ, April 6, 2021. The year is flying along. People are getting vaccinated. I'm going to talk about that one. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Thank you for joining in on this show tonight. First of all, I got to give a big thanks and a big shout out to Shea Cotton and Marcel Smith for holding it down last week's show. Ooh, Coming that on, was fire. that show was crazy. Shea Cotton's man child, the Shea Cotton story. Check it out. You, you can go on his website. You can order the DVD from him, or you can go on T- Tubi and check out the movie for free. It was a great interview. It was a good time. It was nice talking basketball. Um, it, he didn't hold nothing back. He talked about how it's soft today, the NBA. And if you guys are looking over to my left. I got another guy on who likes to talk sports, Marcel Smith. I'm trying to see what he's going to do and maybe get him on this man's show. But Matty C, sports for you and me. Matt Cameron is on with me tonight. Special guest. One of the reasons why I brought him on this show tonight, because at 8.30 tonight, on all of the same outlets that we are all on, you want to make sure to check out Matty C, sports for you and me. Because what's going to happen is, is every Tuesday, 8.30, his show is going to premiere. His show will premiere. And tonight, he's got a special guest. Maddie. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you talk about it because people just saw this promo before we went live. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as Keith said, I'll be joining at 8.30. Just give a little space. Um, the booth, always at 7. Check it out on Tuesdays. As you all know, since you're all guests anyway. Um, tonight, I got my special guest, Jeff Silva who was just on that promo, the guy with the total Hawaiian accent. And, uh, <laughs> he was hel- he was helping on the Cornelia Marie. That's what the boat is called. They crab fish up in Alaska, and they happen to bring that boat down to Hawaii. So there's going to be a lot of fish going on down there. And this was during the per- pandemic. This was filmed. So luckily I got a chance to talk to him after season and what a family guy he is. And he treated me like his own during the interview, and you'll see that. So you'll see that on Facebook Live and also YouTube. Um, so, yeah, check that out. But let's pay attention to this first. Yeah, we got a, like I said, we got a smashing good show following this one, man. I can't wait. And um, uh, let's see here. We were supposed to have artist Ray Royale, but he wasn't able to make it. I spoke with his manager. She gave her apologies. So we're going to go on and get right into the news booth. But first, before I get into the news booth, I got to talk about my sponsors. Viana Marie in the chat, what's going on? Dave Haggerty in the chat, what's going on? I've got people in the chat on the booth, what's going on? Uh, As you guys can see down below, my sponsor, Michael Douglas Barreto, MDB Electronics. If you have a broken Xbox One controller, they will fix it for you within 24 to 48 hours. You're back to gaming. Great stuff. My cousin's website, rebelrom.com, for clothing and accessories. Check her out. Also, tactical target systems. When I go down to the range, I like to use my zombie targets because I have this little bit of fear that the zombie apocalypse is going to happen, and I want to be sure that I'm ready. So I use my zombie targets when I go down to the range and and make sure that I'm on point. Headshots only, baby. (laughs) Also, again, check out my artist, Viana Marie. She's on all streaming platforms. Um, she's got some new music coming out for 2021. She's got a performance coming up at the end of the month, April 30th, at the VFW for Boom Squad. And I'm hearing it's going to be an all-ladies performance event. So we're going to keep our eyes on that. Maybe we can maybe reach out and get the Boom Squad crew to come on this show one night and help them promote this event that's coming up on the 30th. Uh, getting into the news booth right off the, ba- uh, right off the bat. Um, acting mayor of Boston, Kim Janey, right now, the first black mayor, female mayor, uh, she actually announced today her candidacy for mayor in this upcoming 2021 election. This is going to be a tough field because there's a couple other people who have yet to announce it. 
that they're going to run. But this is a good field that's 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 starting to set up for this run for mayor. Kim Janey is already in there. She's already doing the job. So let's see what happens. And um, it's going to be very interesting for the city of Boston. She's got a little step ahead because she's already in there doing the job. She's doing a good job right now. Um, her big thing is promote, promoting, you know, social awareness and, and equality. And um, she's trying to do everything she can to get businesses back into place and getting tourism back into place for the city of Boston. So if she can do that and keep that going, then November could be a lock for her. Uh, moving on in the news booth, G. Gordon Liddy passed away at the age of 90. For those who don't know who G. Gordon Liddy is, he was the associate of Ronald, not Ronald Reagan, um, Nixon um, in the Watergate scandal. And um, he passed away, 90 years old. He had a he actually had a radio show. He was in radio for a long time. And I remember him being in some movie. I forget what movie he was in back in the day. But if anybody remembers and can drop it in the chat or look it up on Google, G. Gordon Liddy was either in a horror movie or some action movie or something. And he, he actually did a pretty good job. So if anybody can check that out and drop in the chat and let us know. What's up, Dave Haggerty? I see you in the chat holding it down, man. Um... Good stuff. Were you familiar with uh, G. Gordon Liddy and his whole story back in the day, Matt? Or were you you you're younger than me, so you may not remember um, him. I know Nixon wasn't a crook. That's all I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so G. Gordon Liddy was yeah he was he was one of the guys at the, at the whole Watergate situation with Deep Throat and all that stuff, and um, he built kind of a, a career off of this whole thing. And like I said, he was in a film, and I forget what it was. Uh, he did. He, he was on radio for the longest time. So, um, heading into the legal booth, Minnesota police chief te- chief testified in the Floyd trial today. Also, the instructor for the police in Minnesota. Also, both of these guys came on the stand today, and they gave some some damaging damaging testimonies. Um, both officers got up there, and both officers said that the the restraints that were used by Derek Chauvin was wrong. Um, the training officer says that the, 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 the restraint that was used, the arm choke restraint that was used was not trained. He was not trained to do that. Um, so he, he spoke. It was a tough one. It was tough to listen to this guy talk about the fact that, you know, everything that was done was not procedure. Um once that he was on the ground and on his side, they have a certain name for that position. Once they're in that position, you're supposed to let that person up, you know, let that person stay because they're not going to be able to resist or get up or do anything that wasn't done. Um, the only question that happened today in this trial was that the person who was in the car with um, George Floyd looks like it was like a drug deal or something. He, he the drug dealer doesn't want to testify. It looks like he might try to plead the fifth because he doesn't want to implicate himself at the fact that he's a drug dealer. And the other issue here is is that if they can prove that he was buying these drugs from him, this guy can also be implicated on the third degree charges for murder. So he's trying not to catch that murder charge also because he could be tied into this whole thing. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. It's pretty interesting. Um, she said the movie, oh, Vimeo Marie said the movie was Street Asylum and he was on Perry Mason. So Perry Mason, the TV show back in the day um, and return engagement. So he, he had a pretty good acting career, pretty good acting career. Moving on, heading into the entertainment booth. Man, I know this one hit Maddie too. Um, we actually had a great premiere, private screening of Godzilla vs. Kong. I got to thank everybody who came out. We'll talk about that in the entertainment booth. But during the film, before the movie just began, uh, Viana Marie actually showed me her phone, and the story was was that uh, DMX had suffered a heart attack and was on life support and was in a vegetative state. And you know, for for guys right now, you know, I I almost had a tear in my eye to see all the Rough Riders out there on their bikes. They all rallied and drove out to New York, where he's at in the hospital right now. Um, for me, let's be real talk here. Let's let's be real talk. His drug addiction. This is his third overdose. Uh, the chances of him surviving this third o- overdose is is pretty slim. He's in a vegetative state. Um, his kids are being flown in. He's got fifteen kids who are being flown in to see him. My feeling is is that he's 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 probably already gone. 
Um, they've got him on life support. They say he's a vegetative state. I just think they're waiting for all of the family members who need to see him, see him. And then I think once everybody who needs to see him sees him, then they'll make that official announcement that he's, he's passed away. The reason why this whole thing sucks is because one drug addiction is a friggin' horrible thing. It sucks. It sucks. And let's just, let's just be real here. He, not only did DMX suffer from drug addiction, DMX also had a mental illness, you know, that a lot of people kind of gloss over because the drug addiction issue was also there. But that those two things there are, are not good. We, we all knew that he had both these issues. The drug issue was at the forefront. The problem here is that he was an amazing talent, number one. Number two, he had one of the most descriptive, most powerful voices in hip-hop. When DMX... That when that first song hit, get at me, dog. When I, I the first thing I wanted to know was, is who the hell is this? Like, who is that growl? Who is this guy? This guy is about to take over the entire rap game industry. The the, the voice was just it jumped right out, and um, it went on for there. And people don't realize he holds a record. Um, DMX put out. Uh, I want to say three number one albums in a in a short span of a year and a half. People don't even realize that he did this accomplishment, um, and it, he was an amazing talent. His music was just on point. The stuff he did with Rough Riders was just once and once he brought Rough Riders into the fold, it was just craziness. So, Maddie, I know you're a big rap guy behind the scene. You know your rap. Uh, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about DMX yourself too. Well, let me just tell you that DMX is one of the best rappers I ever had the chance of listening to. He's up there with Wu-Tang and all that. And he's, he's a big part of New York as well. Um, the, the big thing about it is, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, they know the Rough Riders anthem. But do you know, you know, his gospel songs, his, his stuff that nobody hears? Like, you may know the popular songs. Every, a lot of people do, but... DMX is one of the greatest MCs, like rappers of all time, man. I mean, there's no comparison. Like he's, he's just was part of my childhood and my in high school. Everybody knew that song. Everybody wanted, everybody wanted a pit. Everybody wanted to be like DMX. And you know, like mm -hmm. like you said, like then there was the troubling times when DMX got in trouble at the airport um, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm broke through the barrier and stuff like that. But I don't even know him for that. I know him for his, his songs and all that stuff. But, you know, the sad thing was hit one. I think it was, do you remember Keith VH1? I think mm -hmm. they had a special on him when he was going through his addictions. And his, his son said, would you rather me or the drugs? And he kind of was like, I don't know what I want. Right. Oh yeah. It was sad. So, so I mean, <laughs> Like I said, DMX was my childhood and my uh, <clears throat> high school life. And, you know, um, Dark and Hell is Hot is one of my favorite favorite albums of all time. One of my mm. favorite albums. And I, I just, it, it's just a sad thing what what's what uh, that can do to you and what mental health can do. Because if you don't get help for either, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. So yeah. I and wish you nothing. Know, he, well, you wonder something, too, because he mentioned that he was given crack. You know, he was given crack without knowing at a young age. You kind of want to wonder if there were some other things that happened to DMX as a as a kid that he really didn't talk about. The thing here too is that's crazy is that if you guys watch Maddie C Sports from you and me, Maddie C just a couple of weeks ago he interviewed MC Jin, who was the first rapper, Asian rapper, to be signed by Rough Riders. So imagine if you oh that was wasn't to, me, <laughs> that wasn't you. Oh, no, shit, that was, no, uh, no. That was, Kev that, was that was Kevin Jeffries. Yeah, that was Lito. That was Lito. I'd have to hook up with him and see um, maybe if he could bring MC Jim back on his show and um, talk with him about... I'm pretty sure he's got some DMX stories, MC Jim. Um, I'm sure, yeah. First yeah, Asian he was rapper, proud of that. That whole Rough Rider click, you know? Um, it, it's, it's tough. Started Eve's career, too. Yep, and it's, it's tough to see... Yeah this whole thing go down. So my thing is, is it's horrible. You, you, you know, you, it's, it's hard to bring a light to it because it's drug addiction. But again, it's something that does need to be discussed because we're about to possibly lose a rap legend. 
Um, Absolutely. And, and and 15 kids are about to lose their dad at the end of the day. He loved all his kids. He, you know, he, he did always talk about his kids. We actually went, the last show we went to see him, we were in support of Pretty Poison, and we went to see DMX perform. And luckily, we were all able to see him uh, perform that one last time. And it was a great performance. I must say, he rocked the house that night. So I'm glad that there was no issues and he didn't know show. I'm glad I was able to see him uh, two years ago at his at his finest. I actually have the video somewhere on my Facebook. I might even share it. So uh, moving on into the entertainment booth. So there's this writer. Her name is Ellie Hale, I think her name was. I forget what her name was. She wrote this story that's turned Twitter upside down right now in the entertainment booth. And she wrote that you can't have horror movies set in space. And it started this whole thing. And then she posted, is is Alien a horror film? And then she said, yes or no, change my mind. So she was trying to say that Alien... Look, I've seen some scary-ass horror movies. Alien was one, and everybody forgets Event Horizon was a serious horror movie set in space. That was that was a horror movie that people pretty much forget about. If you haven't seen Event Horizon, you need to check that out. That was another scary movie set in space. And then, to be honest, they did have a Friday the 13th installment. Jason X took place in, in, in space. And Jason did commit three of the best murders of all of his films in that film. When he took the guy and put his face in liquid nitrogen, then pulled the face out and then smashed the face on the floor. <laughs> so, um, I'm a big fan of horror films. And I would say that Alien and Event Horizon are definitely some great horror films set in space. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those two movies. I'm a film... I, I know about Alien. Would you want that thing in your face? Exactly. Dro- exactly. Drooling all over you, too. Drooling all over you, then, the hey, acid. you ready to get chomped? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You ready you to know, get chomped after this? Then you get impregnated, and then the chest buster bursts out of you. That's that's some crazy stuff. Uh, also in the entertainment booth, Godzilla versus Kong actually was headed towards a $42 million-plus opening, but now the totals are completely in. And the movie theaters are, and streaming outlets are licking their lips because here's the deal. Everybody, so prior to COVID, when they were starting to bring these movies like Trolls and stuff to the streaming outlets, the movie theaters were worried about people not coming back. Well, Godzilla just and versus Kong just kind of proved that you can have movies debut on a streaming outlet like HBO Max and people will still go to the movies. Why? Because... Godzilla vs. Kong earned $66 million, and that's with limited people going to the movies across the country because some of the theaters can't have full-blown ticket sales. So $66 million under COVID restrictions is crazy. They haven't seen $66 million in a long time at the movie theaters. And HBO Max broke the streaming record that they had set with Wonder Woman 84, um, so it broke that streaming record. So it just goes to show you that there's a certain group of people who would rather stay home and watch their movies. And then you're still going to have these people who usually miss out on the first couple of weeks because everything sells out. They're going to still go to the movies. Now, we had our private screening. I easily filled up the 20 seats that I was supposed to fill up. And it looks like we're going to possibly be doing it again for Mortal Kombat. But this is great news. It shows that the entertainment industry can support both. So the next big movie to come out will be Mortal Kombat, but the big one that everybody's looking for is in July, which is Black Widow, which is going to premiere on Disney Plus, and then it's going to be in the movie theaters. So we're going to see exactly what's going to happen there because by July, uh, everybody should be vaccinated. A lot of restrictions should be lifted. So I, I think we're going to see, again, success for both. Were you able to check out Godzilla vs. Kong yet? Don't give away any spoilers, though. <laughs> I am not. Oh, I am not. Um, I, I've seen those beautiful trailers, though. But it's true, Keith, what you say. I mean, you know, the the movie experience at a movie theater is one in its own. But I mean, I think other people think of it as too. With uh, you have a sound bar and a in a subwoofer, you can you can make the same noise happen. You know, like in a small room. 
So I, I think people like both experiences and right, you it, the streaming experience is well worth it. And I think the movie going to the movies is worth it. So once it opens up, you know, some some parents are going to be like, hey, you want to go to the movies back in back in our day, Keith, we didn't have streaming. That's right. You know, right. so we That's did right. go to the movies. That's right. So and it's here's a, the still thing a big too. thing to us. So here's the thing that I found out, too, that it opens up with some people who are handicapped. They don't like going to the movies for certain reasons, being handicapped. So now you've got this whole group of people who, you know, a lot of people now have a 70-inch TV with the, like you said, a 70-inch screen TV in their house with the subwoofer and everything in their house. So for someone who says, you know what, I'm handicapped, I really don't want to have to try to find parking and all this crazy stuff, I'm going to stay at home and watch these movies on their release at home. So you've now helped out uh, elderly people who would love to go to the movies and see something such as this. And now they don't have to wait till the movie has done its theatrical run. They're going to see it right away and they can be able to talk and stuff like that. Like if I, if I was a, if I managed like some type of living assisted living facility or something, I would definitely, these type of movies like this, I would definitely make a movie night at a living facility, you know, an elder living facility and, set that up, you know, you never know what people would want to watch it, but it, it makes them part of something that's happening in the now. They're not waiting. Right. So I think that, right. you know, I think it's a, I think it's something really to look at. And even though it's not a story to touch on me and Vianna Marie was just talking about this because COVID has made people in businesses think outside the box. And the other day I just saw a story that, um, Romeo, little Romeo and his dad, master P they did something that's never been done before, and they put a supermarket inside an assisted living community, which is something that's never... I, I would have thought that this had been done a long time ago. It's never been done. Uh, and you think about this. You put a, a supermarket inside a, an elderly living community. You don't have to leave and catch a bus to go to the supermarket. You've got all your stuff and your essentials right there in your community. I think that is a win-win, and I give big kudos and applause to Master P and Little Romeo because I would have thought, if you had told me that, I would have thought, oh, no, somebody's been done that before, and I guess not. Co See, COVID's making people think out the box. Your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, Master P is a is a business mogul, <laughs> an underground business mogul. I'm, I'm serious because, you know, he, he brands himself so well, no limit, he started that. And mm -hmm. he had some he had some some good artists coming out of there. He got Snoop Dogg for a while. Um, you know, right. he he's just a smart. Actually, his son just signed a um, commitment to a college that I've never heard of. Um, I think it was like Coastal. Uh, the youngest, the youngest kid. Yes, he signed yeah, in man. this. I don't know if it was a new upcoming league in the NCAA, but he just signed there, and he's like, "I'm I'm looking to build this college up." And I'm like, "Hey, this kid's this kid's got some big words. If you want to be considered with Gonzaga and North Carolina and all that stuff, but good for Master P. He's that's a very good thing for him. That's a good public image stuff looking on him. Yeah, and I think that's a, a tremendous idea on his part because. Like you said, these people are very mobile um, and can't get around that much. So for him to do that, I get, I give a lot of props to Master T for that. Yeah, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, moving on into the entertainment booth, HBO, Max, Warner Brothers announced Space Jam, a new legacy trailer premiered this week. So what I'm going to do here, we're going to take a quick break. I got the Space Jam legacy trailer to show you guys real quick, and then we're going to be back with more booth after this. Here we go, Space Jam. Legacy trailer, HBO Max. Basketball campus next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court. Oh, Keith, okay. we're gonna have get trouble. There. That's not what I want, Dad. You never let me do what I want to do. You never let me just do me. Hold up, wrong floor. Bet Will Smith ain't got to deal with this. What in the Matrix hell? Welcome to the space. The space. Welcome, King James. I am the king of this domain. This 
is the serververse. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait! What is this? Ah! I'm a cartoon? What's up, Doc? I need to assemble an elite team to help get my son back. I know what you're looking for. A dream team. Mom, shoot the ball. Let's try that again, shall we? King James. Welcome to the Space James. Introducing the Goon Squad. You gotta win this game. Let's end this. And get our son back. Yikes. <laughs> Classic. Welcome to the space game. I'm going old school on his butt. Whoa. To the Space Jam. Alright, your boy back here. Sinister One in the booth, City of Champions. Maddie C Sports for you and me. Space Jam, New Legacy, trailer number one. Look, I, I, LeBron is starting to grow on me. I, I wasn't a fan of LeBron because I felt like he was a mercenary. I wasn't a fan of LeBron, but then... He's in Space Jam. I'm starting to like him. And then, like I said, when he bought into the Red Sox, into the Fenway Corporation, I I you know I liked him even more because he was doing big things there. So, and Ryan Coogler, who did Black Panther, he's the director of this project. Um, again, a lot of people will say this is this is LeBron trying to live in Michael Jordan's shadow. Um, everybody's already knocking this movie down, saying it's not going to be as good as the first Space Jam um, because they can't stand LeBron. I, I, I'm i going to admit it. I'm looking forward to seeing this film. I'm a big cartoon nut anyway, but I'm looking forward to see this film and see how LeBron James actually does and if he can live up to having his own version of Space Jam while not trying to connect it to the to the Michael Jordan. I'm gonna let you speak on it, Maddie, because you're the sports guy. Boy. So <laughs> let me tell you. So as much as like you said, LeBron James is LeBron James. You can't can't knock the guy. He's got game. He's been he's been a good player for years in a in a league that is very indifferent from my time in the nineties when Michael Jordan was, was space jam and everybody loved that movie. Um, so, I mean, it, I, I can be honest with you, Keith, like if you put Paul Pierce as the leading, you know, um, leading guy in the movie, are you going to be as excited to see that? Or are you going to be more excited to see LeBron James as the star of the movie? Well, I don't think anyone's going to be seeing, and we can talk about that. Let's talk about Paul Pierce after this. We'll talk about that. After okay. This. And my quick thing is to you, the big question for you is, you know how Bill Murray comes back in the at the end of the game to sub yes. in? Does Michael yep. Jordan sub in at the end of the game? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. That would be a good cameo. That would be a good cameo. But I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. Viana Marie said, oh, yeah, please. Michael Jordan couldn't even act. Space Jam was a great movie. But let's be real, Michael Jordan is not an actor. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He definitely wasn't. And I'm pretty sure LeBron's acting skills won't be that good in this either. It it, it, no. it it's funny. The original Space Jam, he was, you know, the cartoon characters actually carried them on his back. So let's be real, Bugs Bunny was the real star of that movie. And it's nice to see Yosemite Sam get his guns back for this film because 
cancel culture has taken the guns yeah. away from Yosemite Sam on HBO on the Looney Tunes reruns, which is absolutely stupid. And speaking of cancel culture, which is not even a topic, but because you brought up Paul Pierce, uh, cancel culture has canceled Paul Pierce from ESPN. For those who didn't know, uh, Paul Pierce was at the strip club. He was making it rain, and he went live on his Facebook page or Instagram or something. And, you know, he had strippers in his face, and he's making it rain and all this stuff. And guess what? ESPN has turned around and now fired him as an analyst on ESPN. Now, I got a little problem with that. I think where it's a little bit too much of a knee-jerk reaction these days. Strip, a strip, you know, I used to go to the strip club a lot when I was younger. It's it's a form of entertainment. Um, you know, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are both strippers. They just performed at the Grammys at the highest level of music. Um and they both come from that atmosphere. So Paul Pierce, yeah, so he went live. So you're trying to tell me that a guy, you if you're representing a company, and I've said this before, you really got to watch your P's and Q's as to what you do if you're a celebrity or an analyst or a writer because you're being canceled and fired for every little single thing now. Now, if you had told me that Paul Pierce was going to get fired from ESPN because he posted a live of him at the strip club, I would say, no, I don't think so. But somebody, we talked about it today at work, and one of the guys said, how do you not know this? That This is the culture. This is how it's been. Why are you surprised? You should have seen this coming a mile away. And now the more that I think of it, the way things have been lately, I should have seen this coming a mile away, but do I agree with it? I don't agree with it. I don't agree with with it at all. He, you know, but ESPN has done what they've done. Paul Pierce is now fired for being at the strip club, and um, what? Look, celebrities, sports stars, analysts. If you represent a brand, and this is what it comes down to, if you represent a brand. You need to pay attention to what you're going to do when you go live. Because at the end of the day, when you go live, you are representing that brand and that you're hired for. And guess what? You could lose your job for some stupid stuff crazy quick these days. So everybody who just saw what happened to Paul Pierce, um, pay attention. Because it's going to happen to a lot more people. Look, James Har- Look what happened to James Harden. He got run to Brooklyn because he went live at a strip club and then lied about it and they shipped him off because this was under COVID and he was supposed to be indoors and he ends up bringing COVID to the NBA facility. And what did they do? They got rid of him. They sent him to the Brooklyn Nets. So again, if you, if you've got a brand or you represent a brand, pay attention people, Matt. (laughs) I could tell you a lot. So from actually people I know from, I won't say who or anything like that. Paul Pierce was a fixture at, at clubs everywhere. He was oh, yeah. throwing, oh, yeah. throwing up, t- especially during his rookie seasons. Now, let me he tell got, you when he got when, stabbed in the club by, members I know, of- I know, yeah, it- <laughs> I know. But the thing is, is that he came and it's not just Paul Pierce. It's the rookies that come out of nowhere. You know, the, the, you know, a kid from Milwaukee, where's the latest strip club? And of course, they're going to go different places. And in in Boston, there's a couple. But it, it in Paul Pierce's defense, no, he shouldn't have been taken down. Because I mean, look at Shaquille O'Neal; he parties all the time. You can't tell me he's never had a live where he's been at a club like that, where girls are dancing everywhere and stuff. But if you're Paul Pierce, you got to go down to the lower level of of that stuff, and you got to keep that down. But I don't know what Paul Pierce was thinking there, but. Do, does he leave ESPN? Uh, I'm I'm not agreeing with that either. I, I don't think he he should leave ESPN for that. No, he is a very s- smart analyst, and you know I I can listen to him more than Steve Van Gundy. That's for sure. Well, they fired him, and I, I would like to see if he's going to sue them. I, I'd like to see if Paul Pierce would sue them and say you know what grounds. But again, a lot of these guys and stuff now when they sign with these networks or they sign with football teams. Um, there is a disclosure to represent the brand in a certain way that we a lot of us don't even know about. Like when the chick here uh, from Channel 7 got fired for being in UB Halloween, a lot of people was like, how the hell did she get fired? 
unfortunately her contract states that if she was to do anything outside of her job that she acts like she's in her job she's supposed to get permission and she didn't get permission to be in the film as a as a newscaster and she got fired in violation of her contract and she didn't even fight it she didn't even take it to court she said i was in violation of my contract that's what i signed and i'm like wow i'm like why would you even sign anything like that and then go ahead and realize that someday you may do this i mean i don't know i i it's a it's a tough swallow for me because he went to the strip club he was making it rain you know it whatever but damn you know you're representing a brand this is this is an eye-opening experience for people and it's kind of hypocritical to be honest because everybody knows that these basketball players and football players and stuff they 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 spend their time at strip clubs um so i think it's kind of hypocritical for espn to fire him for this but i I don't know we'll we'll see we'll see uh moving on in the sports booth um jets trade sam donald to the carolina panthers um that's a crazy one right there because they originally about three weeks ago they said sam donald was their guy and they weren't drafting a quarterback but they've now traded him to the panthers so mr i'm seeing (laughs) i'm seeing ghost is gone uh the jets i think are drafting in the third spot so it looks like they're probably going to draft a quarterback and we'll see we'll see from there uh your thoughts on this sam donald going to the panthers it's fine let him go where he wants to go let him be who he wants to be because obviously a third round pick unfortunately i'll think of it this way so Tua tagovailoa last year when he got drafted Mm-hmm. He looks like he was going to, you know, for lack of a better word, crap his pants because he looked in that he was in his little house in Hawaii and he or wherever he was. I think he was in Florida at the time, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was in there and he's just he's standing there like, oh, my God, I'm going to a terrible team. And they led pretty good. But Fitzmagic <laughs> came back. When yeah, Fitzmagic right. came back, he was fire. But, you know, if they get the guy from Ohio State, do they produce better with that quarterback Justin Fields, or yeah. yes Justin Fields or do you get a Trevor Lawrence which I think he'll go even sooner but they can get a if they can get a scrambling quarterback like Fields I think they'll do fine the Jets yeah we'll see. so you don't really need Darnold Carolina good luck to you uh breaking news everybody just came over my phone breaking news Norwell Fire Department is fighting a uh, huge fire at the Zildjian symbol company plant for those who are in the music industry you know that this is the number one symbol company in the world um and it's out of norwell that building is on fire right now norwell firefighters have tweeted this story so hopefully this won't be a total loss zildjian symbols man oh my god i watched a lot of rock bands that was the motley crew all those guys poison um, if you saw their music videos, that was the symbol that you saw plastered in almost every music video in the 80s and early 90s. So, um, man, that's a tough break of news to take over uh, the air right now. Um, also in the sports booth, we had a Cinderella matchup. We talked about the Zags and how they came to be and how they were favored to win, and they almost had the perfect season. But again, as we talked about under COVID, um upsets and and beatdowns have been more than many um in both sides ncaa women's and men's and the ncaa championship the baylor beatdown the bears win the title they upset the zag 86 to 70 wasn't even close uh they dominated the whole time and it's almost like full circle when gazag when gazaga did what they did now baylor will become that school that everybody's going to want to go to your thoughts on this one because a lot of people's march madness brackets was messed up early because we had a lot of teams 13 teams were knocked out in that first round 13 top tier teams were gone so yep you had you had a lot of teams go down you had an 11 seed make it to the final four which is not really not really a surprise now in this day and age with uh March Madness. It's always the Dukes and the UNCs and everybody that go in. Now, like Ohio State was big in there. They got knocked out real hard. Um, but th- the Final Four was pretty good this year. Um, you know, I 
UCLA kind of ruined me in this betting world. We won't talk about that. Half court <laughs> shot by Gonzaga. And I tell you that that kid, uh, Timmy, he reminds me, he's like, he reminds me of like us compared to like a son of Bill Lambeer. He's just cocky, but he has the game to do it and he can push his weight around. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like you said, the Baylor Bears coming out of nowhere, but they're a great basketball school, both men and women's, and their football team was okay when RG3 was there. So they're an up-and-coming school, or coming mm-hmm. back, I should say. So right. good for Baylor on winning and good for Stanford women and the women's too. Yeah, yeah, because that was that everybody was thinking UConn might pull it out again this year. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand that coach. I think he, he had an HBO special and he swears at the girls. I think I don't like that in sports, but – coaches being that rude especially like just like just like gino does that dude's an asshole excuse my Uh language (laughs) (laughs) moving on into the sports booth hey the mlb all-star game was moved from atlanta because the mlb is not happy with the ga voter bill that was passed about two weeks ago um it's 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 a tough thing to talk about politics wise i know there's a lot of people that are upset about this the fact that the mlb has decided to move the All-Star game and the draft from Atlanta because they're not happy. Um, Delta made their comments backing the GA voter bill. And as I said on the show last week, I said, look, 75 million people voted for Trump. So 75 million people are going to support Delta. They're going to support these other thoughts. And then and then other people are going to support the MLB and, and, and do whatever. And like I said, it's, it's kind of creating a business segregation. Um, I've got friends now that I talk to, and they say, you know, I say, did you watch this game? No, I don't watch any sports no more. Well, why do you not watch any sports? Well, because of this. I'm like, really? I'm like, you're you're not watching sports because of this? And yeah, I'm not watching any sports. I'm not drinking Coke. And I'm like, you've lived your life a certain way, but because of this one thing. And the reason why I want to say that this is so crazy for people is that for years... You know, there's been this argument about voter suppression, and and it's been going on for years and years and years. And everybody said it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It it it, 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 it doesn't affect anybody. There's no such thing as voter suppression. And then when Trump loses, you've got this whole group of people now who want you to believe that the vote was rigged and fixed. Yet they're still trying to tell you that there's no such thing as voter suppression. Yet the Republicans went and created a law real fast to rewrite the districts and show ID it, it's just all crazy i just can't believe how it's this is going on and it just bothers me at the fact that people don't really see the whole picture here as to how crazy this is and how people are so hypocritical on this whole thing it's just ridiculous and i know maddie you 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 stay away from talking politics which is you know that's another road that's great to take too because i've heard you say it you know your thing is you talk sports, uh, you talk music, you talk your stuff. But when it comes to politics, you said, I remember you saying, you really don't care. You said, you keep your shit to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's how that's how people get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how people, like, lose friends. That's how people lose their stuff. You know, like, you know, um, I know at one time the starbucks was saying that they don't wouldn't take military discounts and stuff like that i know that was a big problem and yeah i think that was the first time i ever saw something like that come into play and you know it's agreeable i mean i have military in my family but you know it's just what the store does it I mean, doesn't mean you have to go there doesn't mean you know whatever right. but Maybe, yep. i'm not going to voice my opinion about something so so um petty like that you know like i i don't re- i didn't respect it but you know i think that's the first time i've had a political opinion about something like that which isn't even <laughs> really one you know right right so, right they're making a big yeah. deal out of nothing so we're at 756 we got about four minutes left of the show again 8 30 you want to make sure you guys stick around and turn back on at 8:30 for maddie c sports for you and me he has jeff silver from dangerous deadliest catch Second season, Bloodline, it premieres uh, April 20th, and um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, heading into, well, before we head into the Biden bomb shows, i got to also talk about the hypocrisy of this. So Texas Governor Abbott 
he was supposed to throw out the first pitch at the MLB opener um, in Texas. He decided he wasn't going to throw out the first pitch because the MLB has moved their stuff out of Atlanta. So he decides, well, screw you, I'm not going to throw out the first pitch. Yet, your stadium is packed with 38,000 fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that one. So I'm like, this is... And this is the hypocrisy that I'm talking about. This is just, this is just the sheer craziness. I just don't believe it. Uh, but heading into the Biden bombshells segment, um, for those who want to talk about voting and fair voting, how about this one? How about this? You don't get a vote at all in Russia. Putin just says, you know what? I want to be president for two more years and signs a law which allows him to be president for two more years in Russia. <laughs> so, people. When you're complaining and talking all this stuff that's going on here, uh, look at Russia and you tell me if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be president for two more years. Let me just sign this into law. And if you say anything, you're going to end up like that dude, Alexander Nechekov, who ended up with uh, poison in his system and almost died. <laughs> that was trying yeah. to run against Putin. If you guys don't know about that story, look it up. Um, he's actually back in the hospital again for, with covid uh, issues so it's some crazy stuff uh also in biden bombshells biden is poised to announce that all u.s va- uh, adults will be vaccine eligible by april 19th um the companies are getting vaccinations and, and vaccines out to the states quickly very quickly uh one of the best things that was done was that the military was taking over the distribution of these vaccines which was it should have been done from the get-go was the military is going to come in the only thing they have to worry about is distributing the vaccines i went to the shaw center where the military was set up and they were doing the vaccinations and i'll tell you right now it was it was great it was done the longest part was waiting the 15 minutes to make sure i didn't have any reactions but other than that it went smoothly. I was real happy at the fact that the military did this and, you know, they dot their I's and they cross their T's. This is exactly what they're meant to do. Um, and it should have been done from the get-go. So, again, I applaud them. Um, what's the last thing I got on my plate? The last thing I got on my plate before I get into my beanies here. <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got a segment for you guys uh, of Are You Serious? And in this segment of Are You Serious, uh, Aaron Rodgers, if you guys haven't seen, Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy right now. He, they've got all these people that they're trying to see who's going to fit in and host Jeopardy. So Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, he's hosting Jeopardy. And this Jeopardy contestant <laughs> gives an epic, epic troll of <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So in this segment of Are You Serious? This is Aaron Rodgers getting trolled by a Jeopardy contestant during Final Jeopardy. Uh, if you're a sports fan, you're going to love this one. If you're a Tom Brady fan, you're going to love it even more. Here it is. Are You Serious? Aaron Rodgers getting trolled live on Jeopardy. Here we go. Category for final today is daytime TV personalities. And a clue. Accepting a Lifetime Achievement Emmy, he said, just take 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. I can't see. Was he winning? We come to Joe Beth on the end first. You were in third place with 8,400. What did you write down? Who is? No response there. How much will that cost you? $901, leaving you with 7,499. Over to our two-day champion on the end. Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? (laughs) 
That is a great question. It should be, <laughs> should be, should be correct, but uh, unfortunately for this, uh, this game today, that's incorrect, and you're going to lose zero. Thank you for that, and congrats on your two-day win streak. But the man in the middle, Brandon, could not be caught today. Did you come up with the correct response? Who is Mr. Rogers? That is correct. Longtime TV host and neighbor to so many. Let's see what you wagered. $924 to your total. You are the Jeopardy champion today with $23,224. You'll be back tomorrow with me. And thanks to all your great gameplay, I'm excited to announce that Jeopardy will be matching your earnings and donating $26,224 to the North Valley Community Foundation, supporting small businesses in Northern California affected by COVID-19. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow. I can see it on the podium. <laughs> and I was like, please put something about the field goal on there. <laughs> you will always be all time in my book, my friend. My first show, and that's what you said at the end. Thank you for that. That is just classic sports right there. Oh, man. Great stuff. So, hey, guys, we're at uh, 8.02. And uh, we got to get ready to get out of here because at 8.30, we've got Maddie C Sports from you and me debut at 8.30. Uh, for those of you guys, check out the Sinister One beanies. Um, they are flying out. I, I want to say I'm down to single digits for beanies that are left. As you guys can see, we appreciate you. I've got these guys all here taking their pictures and sending them to me. UFC fighter Peter Barrett is on here. There's Matty C's for Sports for You and Me. Matt Cameron, there's his. There's Travis Proctington, Oscar Mike Radio, Kevin Jeffries, Happy Hour with Lito. My brother got his hat. You can see he's now been added. So my brother Kevin Kex Hayes, he's got his Sinister One Productions hat. Mr. Melodic, uh, who is affiliated with Bone Thugs and Harmony, he actually performed his set last week in New Hampshire uh, wearing my Sinister One Productions hat. That was pretty badass. Uh, Ty Hunt. Recording out his Ty Hunt. There he is again. With his, he just got back from Hawaii. So big shout out to uh, Ty Hunt, who just released his new music video. Rump, Rump Sack? <laughs> Rump Sack, I believe it's called. So you want to look that up and check that video out. Uh, Tyler Zanowski, Z-Man's kid. There he is wearing his. And... Uh, Again, guys, support these podcasts. Oscar Mike Radio, as you can see, his logo. Maddie C Sports for you and me. You can check out his logo. His show is going to be following my show every week, 8.30. Uh, his new shows will debut. And again, I want to thank everybody for coming on, tuning into the show. And again, Jeff Silva, Deadliest Catch, Bloodline. Maddie, let them know where they can reach you, follow you, and check you out. All right, man. Everybody, pretty much simple as this. Uh... Maddie C Sports for you and me on Instagram. I got a couple of underscores in there, so you'll find it. Um, Maddie C Sports for you and me on Facebook, my regular Facebook page. Uh, Maddie C23 at with Instagram. Um, Twitter, uh, I think that's Maddie C23 too. So check that all out, and I'll have more good stuff coming. I have a couple announcements later on, and I'll let everybody know about that. So check it out tonight, 830. YouTube, oh, sorry, YouTube as well, Maddie C Sports for you and me. You can check out the premiere there and on Facebook. So, And for those watching the show, if you guys are looking in the background, that's my man's restaurant, Frank's Bra Frank Brax, Brax Tap and Grill. Um, he's got a nice place over on the other side of Brockton. I'm actually going to talk with him and see what I can do about I want Everything's starting to open back up, and I'd like to do a live episode of the booth. But if I'm going to do a live episode of the booth somewhere, I think I'm going to make it worth my while. And I think I'm going to invite Maddie C. along and maybe Travis Partington so people can kind of see what we've got going on here in Brockton Internet Radio. And um, there's a couple of places I'm looking at that I might want to do this. Frank's is one of the places. Uh, there's a couple other places I want to look to. But just, guys, keep keep your eyes out there. Keep them peeled because the announcement will be coming once things open up more. And um, I've, I've got my second shot is scheduled for the 19th of April. So after I get my shot on April 19th, if everything goes well and I don't end up sick like most of these people after they get their second shot, um, I'm going to be planning on doing... 
a couple of remotes just to kind of get back out and I'd love to have to you know talk some discussions and have some people talk to us live and um get it out there I think it's I think it's time to do something of that sort and um Maddie is holding it down Travis is holding it down Kevin Jeffries is holding it down so we're gonna see what we can do here and um all I got to say is, is uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in. Vianna Marie's music is available on all streaming outlets. Again, she's going to be performing at the VFW in Fall River on April 30th. And SpongeBob, do me a favor. Take us home. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I got a hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing because I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit. Cause I got my own now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O, that's your website, get your website, get your website, get your website, get your website.